Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, Mike Lavelle, here with another podcast for the week. I apologize. I know I said I'll be back on my regular schedule. I haven't been on my regular schedule. You gotta forgive me. If you don't forgive me, that's on you. It's not my problem. Um, but uh, of course, we got another. Uh, we got some great topics, and of course, a great guest. And I love it when I got a new guest on the podcast. Um, man, this, this this guy, he just don't know, man. He done taught me so much just by how he carry himself. So I'm glad to have him on the podcast. Guarantee you, y'all going to have a hoop, man. I'm pretty sure we're going to uh, hit you with some knowledge today and some laughs. But introduce it to the podcast for the first time. My boy, Russell. What up, boy? Hey, what's up, boy? What's up? What's up, everybody? Hey, just to let y'all know, I paid Mike to say that, man. So... <laughs> Hey, you know, I paid him well. He 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 earned those dollars Tax quite rate. well, quite well, quite well. But uh, yeah, it's a privilege, always a privilege to be here with uh, with my brother here, Mike. Man, me and Mike been rocking. Ooh, I've been in Atlanta for what, about eight years, Mike. Think eight, so. Eight years, yeah. Think so good. you know, Mike was a was the first homies that showed me love when I came here, man. So it's always a pleasure, my you know, just a humble servant in the house of Michael Lavelle. Oh no, nah, man, this this man got it all. I'm just trying to be in his world. <laughs> So, uh, you know how we do our podcast every time. We always try to intro with a little Got Beef segment just to get all that negative energy off our chest and just, uh, you know, so we could talk freely. I won't say that I have negative energy today. Uh, um, so, so well, I hope I don't. I don't think I'm going to talk <laughs> about LeBron. LeBron brings the negative energy out on me. I ain't going to talk about him or the Patriots. <laughs> Cheaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheaters. What's, what are they going to deflate next? Man, I'm just waiting for them to come out and say they cheated my Falcons. That's all I need. That's all I need to make me feel better. Cause otherwise one confession, that, huh? Otherwise, that Super Bowl don't exist. Um, so so I, my rant is a quick one. I just want to talk about what what is the difference between a dream and a purpose. All right? So I'm, I'm going to preach a little bit. Let me get on the pulpit. Get on it, bro. Um, a lot of people don't know the difference between a dream and a, and a purpose. All right. A dream is something like that's the epitome of your imagination. That's the that's the if everything in life was perfect, this is what a dream would be. So a lot of time with a dream, you wait on it. I mean, when you go to when you go to sleep, you got to wait on the dream. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you got a purpose, man, you have a purpose to do something. You go get it. Mm-hmm. That purpose drives you. A dream does not drive you. It just gives you something to look for at the end of the road. A purpose is gasoline. It make you go. 87 so I, or 93? Uh, 93. <laughs> good, good. So, man, you got to, when you have a purpose, the reason I say that is because a lot of people, they move around the world and around me. I, I'll be specific. They move around me talking like they got a purpose, but all they got is a dream. All you're doing is waiting on something to happen good for you. Preach. 
But I like people that's around me, like my boy Russell, who got a purpose. Nothing really holds them back from doing what they got to do because they don't have this imaginative uh, 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 goal to get to. No, nah, they purpose drive them through every goal. Preach. person with a dream got one goal. Purple with a, pers- uh, a person with a purpose got several goals. And, and they're content and satisfied with how they're going in life. Because when your purpose is driving you, you're satisfied. Say it again, bro. But when you're waiting on a dream, you're not going to be satisfied. So I say that to, to I, I mean, I ain't calling out no specific people. If it was, you know, I say your name. <clears throat> or, you know, I had you on the podcast when I say it to you. Hey. But I'm just saying, if you're moving around me, just have a purpose. Have a purpose for being around me. Don't have an image of what you want to be in my circle. I don't need that. You I know, got, I got no problems. You know that that costs money to be around Mike Lavelle. You know when you hit circle a lie. For, for, <laughs> for no reason. You know that costs money. So like I might say, you need to have a purpose to be in his circle, <laughs> man. Man, you look, gotta have a purpose. If it costs money to be in my circle, <laughs> I wouldn't even be in my circle. <laughs> be broke. I'm broke. I'm broke, broke. <laughs> But you okay, so that's a great example. So I tell people all the time, I ain't got it. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. I'm satisfied. I got every I got more than what I ever thought I'd have. I'm broke. But see, when you when you holding on to a dream, you gonna that broke gonna bother you. Bother. Man, my broke don't bother me. My purpose is be happy. My purpose is is spiritual things. My purpose is to my friends and my family and to be a protector and a provider and all that stuff. I don't care about money like that. I just need to be able to provide for myself and my circle. That's it. You know, that 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 brings up another topic of a, a, a topic that was characterized specifically uh, this this month talking about happiness, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Mike? <clears throat> uh, the key thing about, like you said, people being around you. Right. Mm-hmm. And not having a purpose. They just have a dream. Right. Mm-hmm. So my rant, Mike, is this. It, it, it goes hand in hand. It, it's similar, you know, because people who don't have a purpose, they dream and they want to be what they are because they haven't put that purpose in their mind to get them there in the first place. I done passed the collection plate. He is on board. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. But I need some theme music right quick, Mike. Get his, his, forgive me for a second right quick. No, no, go ahead. Put your theme music on. I'm all for a man having theme music. Hey. Hey. Walk it like you talk it. Walk it like you talk it. So I just needed that theme music right quick. And my rant is walk it like you talk it. <clears throat> the, the What thing about social media is this. Social media is good. You know, it can be useful in many areas. You know, a lot of people use it to make money, to 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 advertise and things of that nature to market. A lot of people use it to keep in contact with family so they don't have to, you know, use the long distance calls and things to write letters and all that. You know, you can, you, can, you can do all that through social media, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. But one negative thing that social media has done, Mike has, again, given the dreamers a platform to be wannabes. Oh, boy. Here we go. You know? Oh, here we go. And and that just irks me, Mike. You know what I'm saying? That irks me because 
See, social media, you can be anybody who you want to be for that particular moment where you have that picture or you do that little live feed or whatever the case may be. You know, you may be in, in Miami, you may be in Mexico or wherever in the world, but you portraying yourself to be somebody who you dreaming that you could be. Facts. Now, here's my thing, right? Now, Mike, some people have said that... <clears throat> I'm holding on to my past because I do this, this, and that. One thing about me, Mike, everything I say that I've done, I can prove it. That's okay. why I keep every, I keep certain receipts. I keep bank statements. <laughs> I keep certain documentation, you know, from the things that I've done in my life to prove and back up to what I have done because other jokers can't do that, you know? Yep. And the fact is, is that, you know, when you can prove what you have done, and not only that, but you can hold on. You can use that as steps to move up. You don't hang on to what you have done. You move on beyond that. Yes. In that aspect. So, like what Mike said, dreamers, they still in that cloud. Man, yeah. They still sleep. <laughs> All right. When they go wake up, I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't think they are. But the key thing is, you know, they don't have that purpose. And these wannabes on social media – Oh yeah, I'm this and I'm that. I'm this and I'm that. Uh, hey, man, it ain't adding up. My pocket still like for some people who be saying they this and they that. Man, <laughs> you know. So my thing is, hey, if you just say that, then pay up, homie. But the key thing is this: if you're going to get on social media and you're going to talk about this and that, like you have done, please, please, please do us a favor and be able to back it up. Because if not, the next time Mike allows me, or excuse me, the next time I pay for Mike to allow me <laughs> to be on this podcast, I'm going to call you out, man. You know, so that's my rant. That's my beef. You know, stop being fake on social media. Like like, like uh, one, one uh, lyricist said, you know, everybody, which means everybody's supposed to have this and that. But really, does everybody really have it? If not, there will be no jobs in the world. Man. Everybody will be riding on yachts and, and Bentleys and Ferraris and everything else. So everybody ain't got it, man. So anyway, that's facts. my rap. That's nah, my rap. facts, man. <laughs> I like that. And you know what? I, I think it's, um, it might be the age of us, you know what I'm saying, speaking, because I don't understand how social media operates today. Like the fact that y'all live in a different way and ain't got to live up to what you talking about, that's weird to me. Straight fault, man. Straight That's fault. weird. I mean, granted, I didn't grow up with social media, so I don't know how I would operate if I did. Yeah. But. Well, see, with, with, you know, the generation we grew up in, man, was different, man. You know, you know, when we were, when we grew up, you know, grew up, when, when you hear a joke in the mouth, they ain't go try to grab a pistol. You know. That's they had, true. They had to stay on their they ten toes, man, to hold it down. That's you true. Know? So we, we live in a whole different generation. We got jokes that's, that's 110 pounds. That's. Talking big because he got a chopper in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole different game now these days, man. Or even, man, I just, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm married, man, because I couldn't deal with social media and being single. Like some of the dudes, man, the way they. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm going to call it out. Okay, piggybacking <laughs> off his rant, and then we're going to get to the main topics, man. <laughs> Some of y'all dudes out here dirty macking on social media. Woo. Y'all talking trash about other dudes Woo. to get girls. That is, oh, Woo. my God. <laughs> oh, and second, there's some simps out there. 
they talking like they like they pro woman, but all they really they just trying to get somebody to be like, oh, oh, you, he's, oh so nice. he's sensitive. I'm gonna date him. It don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work like. And see, I think I know that because. You know what I'm saying? I had trouble talking to girls when I was younger. I had to get through that. Yeah. I had to work through that yeah, in you person. Might. Never. Man, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I was the I was the person that plotted for two to four hours to talk to one girl. Woo. Cause I was just that nervous. Woo. Like dudes now, man, they just doing all kind of little simping and dirty macking and they just getting to the I don't even know if they really getting girls. They get the attention, but they don't get the girls. Man, they get they may get likes. They ain't get no girls. Uh, <laughs> FYI, a lot of simps are uh, single. I don't know if y'all, y'all know that. Uh, check check the resumes. <laughs> simps are single. I don't know if y'all know that. All right, man, we out that man. We got that ran off. Man, we're gonna jump into the main topic. Um, Russ, a uh, 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 little bit about him. He's father, and I wanted to get some fatherly uh, uh, input on some of these topics. To deal with sports. So, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of going to be the theme of it. You know what I'm saying? Russ might drop some knowledge on us, man, and and, and have us thinking hard. You know what I'm saying? Not too hard. Not too hard. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so man, I got walk it, talk it just in my head. Yeah, right? <laughs> man, we go ahead, I'm going to have blast it one time, man, and turn it up. <laughs> yeah, I, might have, I might have to uh, input the song into the podcast today. Um all right, so let's jump right into a main topic. Um, I've waited specifically for a long time to do this topic because right, rightfully so. I didn't want to talk too emotionally about it because it's an emotionally char- charged subject. Um, and I ain't gonna get too serious about it. I do want to talk freely about it, but um, in case you haven't heard about the name Larry Nasser, uh, Larry Nasser is the one that was convicted of man, how many? It was it like one hundred and fifty? One hundred and twenty-five years. Uh, man, he was messing with over a hundred girls, being the doctor for the women's gymnastics team, US. Um, I wanted to do this podcast and talk about him for a long time, but I just I it it, it gets under my skin <coughs> so much that I don't think I could have done it in an unemotional manner or in a non angry way. So at least I get to talk about it now. Um, I start with you. Uh, being a father, man, when you heard that story, man, what was your reaction? <clears throat> well, first when I heard the story, you know, I was like, okay, you know, is this really real or is this another, you know, front? So you know, some ladies can try to get some money or publicity or whatever case may be, because that does happen. Yeah, absolutely, and gentlemen. Just to get that straight, that does happen all the time. But anyway. As the story continued to develop for months and months and months, I said, okay. So then I started to dive in and do my own research on it and things of that nature. Now, although I have a son, yet for the past six years, I helped raise three nieces, you know, under my, okay. own, under my own roof. Now, so, <clears throat> and even my sister would say, you know, I'm like their second father. So, in this aspect, that's when you know that 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 uh that 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 eyebrow gets to raise, yeah, you know, a little buddy. bit, you know, and that's when you know you start to you start to uncuff your your your, your sleeves and start to roll back, you know. Then you do that, 
Yeah. You know, you know, and if, and if it, you know, I'm from the hood, so anybody, you know, you hear that? It's either two things: either you trying to get that that real about your teeth, that chicken out your teeth, <laughs> yep. or you waiting to swing on somebody. So mine is the latter. <laughs> you know, yeah. you want to want I want to really just rough up this dude. You know, and and the, and the father, f- forgive me, I, I forget the gentleman's name, but the one that was in court. And, oh yeah. And and if you uh if you folks happen to go to the CNN website and you can see those video clips of the, of the case and the sentencing and everything like that you'll see the gentleman i'm talking about but i ought to be right there with him personally and to be truthfully you know uh at a time i did wear the badge but you know even then i don't know if i would have stopped him <laughs> Man, uh, <laughs> you know i don't know i don't know if i would have been on one of the ones on the ground trying to apprehend him i'd have been like bump this job shoot he right he do what you day, hey man. Shoot, I'll I hold him down for you. I think his name was uh, Randall Margraves. Mr. Margraves. So, Mr. Margraves, if you happen to listen to this podcast, man, I I, I give you much props from what you do, what you tried to do, because I would have done the same thing, man, man. For real, for real. You know, I would have done the same thing, and uh, I know. Hopefully, they didn't try to charge this man with any um, uh, misconduct. I know in in the court of law that is a, a misdemeanor. I think Hopefully. they arrested him, but they uh, dropped the charges. Good, good. Uh, you know that's that's good. That's good. Hopefully they did. I'm glad they did that. But, but it, again, getting to the meat of the subject, um, it, it's it, it's it's you, you can't not be emotional talking about this. Yeah, man. Because it's an emotional thing. Thinking about another man that's, you know, using his what's supposed to be his professional license, his professional. Uh, uh, profile his professional resume you know then he is in close quarters with your little girls yeah you know because i don't know if you you in you you know you folks know but usually th- those the reason why they're so small because they're young they're kids yeah you know the 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 average age from gymnastics and those who gymnasts were in olympics is between 15 and 19 anybody on over 19 oh, wow. yeah. They they consider old. That's why it was on 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 Dominique so much. You know they consider them old. Yeah. But that's why. So they're little girls. You know. So you have this <laughs> this sick man, and they're fondling your little girls for years. And the key thing yeah. is that, like you said, over a hundred and fifty women. I mean, girls. Hey, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's sickening. And that's like crazy. the judge said, the judge said, she said, you just don't get it, cause and that's real. Because if he would have got it, he would have stopped after one. He won another 149 plus. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, so that's 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 you know that's my opinion about it. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion about how I feel about it. And um, I won't uh, incriminate myself about <laughs> really about what I would do. Yeah, don't do that. You know what don't I'm saying? That. But uh, you know. As opinions, I'll stop there. So, what's your next question? No, nah, you know what? No, I, I put it out there, man. That was me. I kick him in the chest. I, I told him, hey, look, like like the father said, hey, look, you can shave off a whole year. Just give me three minutes. One minute. Just give me three. Give me three. I just, I just, I just, man, I just don't know how a, a sport like this. <clears throat> allows someone to be a predator for that long. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, the key thing, Mike, is this. 
And here's where uh, mind control comes into play. The mind is is a is a powerful thing, and for individuals who have a powerful mind, they're very dangerous. I was telling yeah. this, I was telling this to my yeah. son last week. He was, uh, uh, you know, you know, I run a tight ship. Might know I run a tight ship with my yeah, son. Yeah, he does. So, <laughs> so, you know, he 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 was on punishment for not having you know A's and B's. So if you get a C, you're on punishment. But anyway, he brought his grades up. But then I got an email from his teacher saying that, you know, he was up talking and misbehaving in class. You're not really misbehaving, but up talking, disrupting class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I told him, I was like, son, I don't care if you bring home, I don't care if you bring home a 4.0. If I get an email or anything else but an E, as far as your behavior, it's a wrap. You know, you still on punishment because the most intelligent criminals or geniuses. Yep. They have narcissistic minds. They have diabolical minds. They think three, four, five steps ahead of us normal people. That's how smart That's they a are. Fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just because you're smart, don't mean you innocent. But don't mean you're a good person. You know, you still gotta Ooh. have that love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So going back to this dude, he was a genius. Cat was smart as I don't know what. So he knew how to manipulate these young girls. Ain't no telling what he told them, but I'm pretty sure he waved their fame and their fortune over their head, you know, by keeping it quiet and things of that nature. He could, he could, he could, you know, he could uh, uh, disqualify them from being able to compete, you know, making up some, some medical reason, you know, things of that nature. So he, he had a, he had a, he on like at that time, he had an ironclad strategy, you know, to that's, that's ugly. to oh, to man. to pacify his sickness. <laughs> I, and see, and see, so here's where I wanted to delve deep into the topic. Like, I, I ain't worried too much about him specifically because the more I talk about him, more I want to kick him in the chest. <laughs> um, how do a parent? How is a parent able to trust? I should say, are parents too trusting with medical officials, doctors, coaches, all that stuff? Because I'm a person that believes in accountability. Nothing's ever one person's fault, even the most dastardly stuff. Like, sometimes you play a hand in in what happens to you. I'm not going to say it sometimes, all the time. So I remember when the father, after he lunged, he said, man, I just, I feel guilty. And in my head, I was like, I get it, but I don't know what else you could have done. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I'll lean on your understanding, but I don't know what a parent could have done to stop this. Well, it's, it's kind of hard. Now I will say this, uh, and I hopefully, well, I'll give a disclaimer out there. I'm not prejudiced. I love all people and things of that nature, but I keep it real. There was not one black girl in that 150. That's true. Right. One thing about true. people of color or people of ethnicity. Well, no, I think it was. Uh, Simone Biles was. Oh, Simone? Yeah. Okay. I don't think she testified, though, but she came out and said. Okay. That he, he did violated it. That he violated Okay. Well, well, I'll say with this. As people of color, usually we are oppressed people, you know, in this nation. Right. And for that, we don't trust nobody. <laughs> Man. 
We don't trust nobody. We don't even trust our own family members. Man. You know, yeah, you, you, no, you ain't you going over to Uncle Cousin Ray Ray or Uncle Uncle Tommy. Nah, you ain't going over to Uncle Ray. Nah, you talking about sitting on my lap. No, you ain't sitting on that. You sitting over here. You know, we don't trust. So therefore, as a people of color, we we don't, um, you know, the individuals in, in that kind of that far away, that far away move from the family is, is very rare. You know, yeah. yeah, it does happen, you know, but usually it's with a family member, unfortunately. Right. Of course. You know, but, you know, far as far as another person outside the family, it doesn't happen. It's very rare. Now, <clears throat> the the thing is, what I'm going to say is that a lot of times the other persuasion is trust in they believe in accolades. Ooh, oh, yeah, this person yeah. must have this because okay, well they wouldn't have this, so they oh they're, oh they're fine, you know they they're they're okay. No, these jokers sick sicker than everybody else. Yeah, because they didn't work their whole life to get those accolades, and they ain't never got a chance to 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 pursue or whatever that was inside those desires inside yeah. them. So now they're using accolades to get away with that mess. You know? I would say that's a good point. I, I do think people are too trusted with people with accolades. Yeah. You know, you got a doctorate in front of your name. Exactly. And they'll trust you. Exactly. If you, if, you uh, if, a, if a celebrity endorses you, you automatically get trust. Yeah. Like, no. The kid, here's the thing about this. Personally, with me, and I, and I can only speak for me, Mike, I don't trust nobody. You know, you like, to this day, when I take my son to go get his annual checkup, Mm-hmm. I'm in the room. Yeah. Ain't no stepping out. No, not until he is of age to, to to do that. Until he's 16 years old. No, I'm in the room. Okay. I'm with you on that. And also I educate him on the fact that, listen, if it, number one, if any man talking about, let me look at your private part or do this and do that. They are not. <laughs> they are not going the right way put it that way <laughs> you know they own some other stuff especially you know because his daughter is a female mm-hmm. you know and i purposely choose select that you know mm-hmm. so my as a parent i know everybody can't do that you, you know but just keep that in mind there are small things that we can do to prevent certain things from happening you know mm. could he be molested by a woman yeah he could true enough personally it wouldn't be as bad as this you see what i'm saying the king thing of that nature so if you are a a a a father or of a little girl and you want to protect them from doing something from from men being predators hey get a female doctor if you are a a a father or a mother of a son and you're worried about them, a man, you know, being a predator, get a female doctor or vice versa. Whatever the case they think is, it, it is that what the, the bottom line is, is what your experiences have. Now, here's one thing that's very true, Mike. <clears throat> a lot of times in parenting, we parent our children the way we were brought up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. OK, absolutely. And a lot of times we try to parent our children in a way so we they don't become as where we were. Absolutely. But we, we also have to think outside that box, even the extra step. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because the one thing is true is that the, the generation has changed. Yeah. It ain't like how we was grew up, you know? Yeah. The the days of do it because I said so 
nah, that's that's out the window. Cause they got guess what? They got internet. They got Google. Yeah. They got Alexa. They got Siri. Yeah. And whatever the other name of of the, of the chick that's <laughs> for the other device, but in case it may be, and they got the street. So whatever they learn from you, they gonna learn from the street. So who would you ever have learned that information from? Hopefully, you would say yourself. So just that key factor alone is that we have to always think and go an extra step, the extra mile in parenting and protecting our children so these type of things can be prevented. And it's the small things. It's the things that we don't typically think about because when we was growing up, we didn't have to think about that. You know, we, in our generation, shoot, everybody that did that was sick. They'll get beat up on a spot. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. There wouldn't be no protection. Well, I say it's, it's a little different for, for uh, I know you grew up in Florida, right? Yeah. I grew up in, in, in Atlanta. And, you know what I'm saying, in case you haven't never heard of Atlanta child murders, Google it. I grew up at tail end of the Atlanta child murders. Oh, wow. So my mother was hardcore like. For my whole life, she was like, I need to know where you are, when you're going to be there. And we didn't have cell phones back then. Mm. I need, you need to call me when you get there. You need to call me before you leave. You need to cut, tell me what route you're going to take on your bike. And you tell me which bike you took outside, what, how'd you dress. Like, I had to, my mom had to know Full everything. Yeah. Just so I can go 15 minutes down the street to my friend's house. I say all that to say, we dealt with the paranoia from my parents mm-hmm. from going through the Atlanta child murders. So like you said, sometimes you take on how your parents was raised. They transfer a little baggage. I know baggage get a negative connotation, but baggage is baggage, good or bad. <clears throat> All right. So baggage transfers over to you and then you transfer it over to your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that there are people, especially in Atlanta, that are detached so far from the Atlanta child murders that they allow their kid to do. Like when I walk down the street, at downtown, I see parents walking in front of their kid. Mm. I'm talking about five year old, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Yo, like somebody can snatch that kid." Exactly. And you know, my wife quit to tell me like one of my biggest things. I'm paranoid. I, I've been paranoid my whole life, just just from where I was raised in East Point, and yeah, I know that that has a negative connotation. But in a way, that's my that's my defense mechanism. That's what you got. That's what keep you living. You know what I'm saying? So I just wonder sometimes if, uh, not to blame the parents. I don't, I don't want anybody to think I'm blaming parents. But this, with this Larry Nassar situation, there's ways of preventing it. Yeah, yeah. And, you and, can't prevent it all the way, but there's, you know, yeah. I got to at least make it difficult for you. Yeah, and and that's the key thing, Mike, you know, not being too, tr- and, and, and it's hard. In this day because we want to we want to be everybody wants to be happy mm-hmm. we all don't want to have our, our tablet or our cell phone and okay what's your name what's your social security number let me do a background check on you before you know you'd be, you'd be cool with them yep. you know we all don't want to go through that you know it's accessible we can do that actually it's very cheap <laughs> you yeah. can do it for a dollar for a dollar 25 you can get a background check on anybody you want you know what I'm saying? So, but the key thing is this. I need to get one on my uh, <laughs> mechanic. <laughs> but, Charge me a little extra for them brakes. I, I know, right? Yeah, right. $1.25, boy. You know, that web is something amazing. But there are simple steps that we can take to prevent that. You know, again, not being too trusting. Okay. Uh, like you said, and there's nothing wrong with that. Knowing the whereabouts, who, what, when, why, yeah, where. Absolutely. You know, and that nature. 
uh, when it comes to and but here's the key thing: a lot of parents don't do. You have to educate your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. educate your children. A lot of people, you know, don't educate. They're, they're scared of the birds and bees. They're scared to talk about sex and things of that nature. They're scared to talk about pornography. They're scared to talk about masturbation. They're scared to talk about you know sexting, all these things. But again. If you don't do it, the street is going to do it. The internet is going to do it. The friends is going to do it. And they're going to do it the wrong way. And by the time you find out, it's going to be too late. Yep. So, therefore, that's why we have, as parents, we have to educate our children at home. That's the number one way to prevent things from happening. Educate them from home. Educate them from home. I'm with that. That's the number one way. If you don't do it, if you haven't educated your children... I mean, this may sound harsh, then you can't be talking about, oh, poor, my poor baby, yada, yada, yada. Hey, it's your own fault, really, because you didn't educate your child. Yeah, because I will say, you know, um, like you said, you don't allow your son to be in a doctor's office by himself. I wonder sometimes how was this, (laughs) how could he be allowed with your daughter by themselves over and over again? Granted, I know the goal in hand is getting to the Olympics and all that other stuff, but that get the accolades. Nah, it can't. It can't. It can't push me okay. to where I ain't gonna be in. I ain't gonna be there with my kid. This 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 doctor has made it to the USA level. Yeah. of the world, big time. You know, he's big time. You know, he he's the official physician or the doctor for the team. He he no, everything is fine. Nothing nothing can go wrong with him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hundred twenty five year sentence. And I say that about <laughs> coaches too. Like, I, 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 if I get on my soapbox for a quick second, go ahead, bro. Man, especially, especially, I don't even want to call out mothers, but I, I hate to do that. But especially single mothers, I do know how hard it is to raise a. I don't know because I ain't that, but I understand how it can be difficult mm-hmm. to raise a child by yourself. But, man, you can't put so much trust into a coach Mm-mm. because he takes an interest in your child. Mm-mm. You cannot do it, man. I'm telling you, it's some, man, on lower <laughs> levels, man, sometimes parents come around, man. It be parents of kids in them stands and do fresh out, fresh out the pen. Fresh out. Uh, he helping, you know, coaching just because it keeps – keeps him grounded like you don't know who's around your kid so you got to check them out be present don't just have hey, drop them off and you go on to your game and then you know i pick you up later that's not good enough Mm-mm. i mean not for me it ain't yeah you got to stop that like and a, and a lot of times they ulterior motive is to have a kid and you <laughs> if you <laughs> that's if, you're, if you're a single woman <laughs> that's the ulterior motive Get you as well. Man, that me, whole family sold up. Let me tell a quick story. Let me tell you how quick predators work. <laughs> I just realized I was a predator at one point. So I used to work at the hotel Marriott. I won't say which one. But uh, when when Hurricane Katrina happened, you know, all those people got displaced uh-huh. across the southern border. You know, some people came to Georgia. All right. They came, stayed in hotels with that FEMA mm-hmm. uh, uh, checks. So, man, I ain't going to lie, this one girl, she came in, oh, she was bad. She How bad was, she was, Mike? She, she was bad, bad. Real bad, Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, she was oh! bad. And she had two little kids. Man, I'm talking about them two kids. <laughs> them two kids was, they was 
protective Babies. of her. <laughs> they were protective. I'm telling you, I used to, every time I see the kids, I'm super nice to the kids. Hey, kid, you want some candy or something like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you so nice to my kids. Yeah, come on over here, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I talk to them. Candyman like, Mike. <laughs> even though I wasn't trying to harm the kids, that's how quick somebody motives, you know what I'm saying? Can change, yeah. You know, even though the son, the son was never fooled. <laughs> I think I one time I had to bring something up to the mother, like some towels or something. Mm-hmm. That son opened the door. Yeah. Like, I got the towels, yeah. Playboy. And I'm like, God, you're like eight. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is that's how quick predatory behavior can happen. Oh, yeah. Even from somebody who doesn't have malicious intent. Mm-hmm. So, man, I always tell people, man, please check your coaches. Play, uh, 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 be present mm-hmm. with your children. Don't just send them to practice and you only show up at games. A lot can happen between practice Ooh. Um, and home. Don't just have them dropping them off at the house all the time. Like, be present with your kids, man, especially at the lower mm-hmm. level. These tight football teams. That's what's happening. You don't know who coaching That's what's or who's happening. helping the coach. That's what's happening. Or who just being an assistant. Yep. Man, I'm telling you. And it goes up. Like, we saw what happened with Sandusky. Like, mm-hmm. he was, you know, natural born predator mm-hmm. up under everybody's nose, but everybody trusted because he was up under, uh, um, I was the coach at Penn State. What's his name that died? I see his name. I see uh, his face. Y'all yeah. know who I'm talking about. But because he was up under that coach, Sandusky, man, was trusted. So people, you know, they they just, oh, man. Why can't I remember uh, uh, the head coach of uh, Hey, we, we both just be shot, Mike. Man, for real. But anyway, like, I, I'm just putting that out there for. It's, a, it's an Italian name, I'll tell you that. Uh, why can't I remember that name? That is retarded. Joe Paterno. Paterno, yeah. See? I'll tell you the channel. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I just say that, man. And two, let me say this. This is coming from uh, <clears throat> just just a, a, a uncle, you know, who has a niece. Man, stop forcing your kids to hug people. Yeah. I, that bothers me. Like when I'm when I'm at home and my niece and nephew get ready to leave, you know, I used to tell my wife, like, if they decide to say, hey, Bob. Uncle Mike and leave. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't force them to hug nobody. Nobody. They be like, give your Uncle Mike a hug. I, I used to tell my wife, don't don't tell them that mm-hmm. because I don't. When a kid is uncomfortable, they will show you. Mm-hmm. You just gotta pay attention. Don't force them to do none of that stuff because then it confuses them. Yeah, and that's another thing. You have to pay attention to your kids. We we as parents, we're quick, and I'm I'm guilty of this. Tell them to shut up. Come on here, you know, mind your business and get out of here. Get on grown folks talking or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But actually, your kids will tell you what's going on. That's true. If you tell them, they, they, you know, kids and old folks, that's where you can get the truth from. Kids and old folks, you know. I like that, yeah. Kids will tell you the truth. Old folks will tell you the truth. Those two things. The only thing about it, we don't listen to our kids because we think automatically assume they don't know what they're talking about. No, yeah. the kids know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know. It's until they hit teenagers, then they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> when they become teenagers, then they don't know what they're talking about. But before, between they were born and, and 13 years old, they know what they're talking about, you know, when it comes to serious stuff. Yeah. So listen to your children, man. Listen to your children. And, and another key thing is this. Um, what I was getting ready to say is um, we have to, as, as parents, 
we have to make sure not, not, not only in just training our kids, not, not only in teaching them, <clears throat> but we got to make sure that they are vocal, you know. Oh, yeah. That's the key thing. Have make sure voice. that they are vocal. And not don't be so quick to dismiss your children because, see, we live in an in a, in a information age. Mm-hmm. Our, our time span is like, attention span is like that, even ours, you know. I think the statistic of the average family spending time together per day is 15 minutes per day 15 minutes that's it per day you know when you have oh, a family 15 minutes man Golly. 15 minutes that's the average seven actually is lower than that it's seven to 15 minutes per day that's the average time span of individuals spending time quality time together in a family in a family of four oh you know what I'm saying? So how to get away with murder is an hour. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and excuse me for I'm saying this, but I'm gonna be real. Think about the t- as an adults now. Think about how time, how much time it does not take to to do the shang shebang. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. therefore, yeah. keep that in mind that it can take even less time for somebody to fondle your child in in an inappropriate way. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So just uh, pick it. I, I always talk about, I, I love talking to parents just because, you know, one of the things that I want people to understand is because of the information from the internet, parents are more equipped than ever to have opinions on things and to, and to, and to be educated on things. And I say that to say, you know, sometimes I ask people, I don't know if the football and NFL is going to last as long as, we think it might. <laughs> the information that parents are getting when Will Smith did that bad accent <laughs> for that movie Concussion, them parents are paying attention. Mm-hmm. They are pulling their children away from uh um from Pee Wee football and all that. Mm-hmm. They ain't with it. They giving their kids golf clubs and mm-hmm. and, and 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 basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, now kids, you know, even the parents that money grubbing. They mm-hmm. can see money is non-guaranteed in football. Anyway, yeah. when I say all that to say, man, uh, it reminded me, just to piggyback into, because I'm tired of talking about Larry Nessus, man. It, I low-key want to find this man. <laughs> Ironclad tight. And, and sleeping one good time. Hey, uh, Call it the arrow. He'll get him out. Man, <laughs> so you. he can whoop him. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Dez Bryant. So, you know, I like Dez Bryant. Let me put that out there. I, I don't uh, – I, I know he ain't – the best or a top ten receiver, but I like Des Bryant. I think Me he's too. talented. Yeah. He um, he came out with an article, and this article got glanced over. A lot of people they didn't mm-hmm. harp on it, and I think that was on purpose. But he came out with an article, and he basically said, "What would he tell you know, basically younger players?" He said he'd tell them to get their body <clears throat> right and to not play injured. Um, he said that a lot of his injuries have impacted his play. In which a lot of people look at him, they be like, he lazy, he he done lost a step. But, you know, in football, you know what I'm saying, you do sustain quite a bit of injuries. <clears throat> and it ain't always on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Like, was Des, what Des Bryant said, was it true that he would suggest not playing injured? It's very true in the day and age. Um, just to go back and before we start this podcast, podcast, <clears throat> a lot of you um, individuals that uh, may be hearing hearing us today, uh, I had the opportunity well, to to 
played in the NFL for two weeks <laughs> before I got cut. Uh, so played overseas several, played in the college and all that, things of that nature. The key thing is your body. And the, what Brett, what Des Bryant said at the bottom of the paragraph, excuse me, his interview, we said sometimes you feel like they're even getting playing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. That's real. You know, I think it was um, uh, Ladanian Thomason that that gave the most the most valuable quote or statement that'll ever stick with me or should stick with anybody who was able to hear that interview. When you play one game in any any game beyond high school, it's like a car crash. Okay. Oh yeah. When wow. and when when individuals are in a car crash, that's a thousand pounds of pressure that's on your body week after week. <clears throat> so it wears your body down. So just think about it. From high school, then you get to college, you play every game in college, all the way up to the NFL. And then there's what eight seasons in the NFL. That's even more. So that that's equivalent to like two car crashes when you get in the NFL. Right. Because everybody fast, everybody strong, everybody powerful. You see what I'm saying? It's the best of the best. Yep. So use like every game is like two car crashes. So you're talking about two thousand pounds of pressure against your body. You know, especially if you're a key figure of the team. So that's a lot going on your bones and your structure of your body. So what Dez said that he said that he didn't take care of the body. Now I remember when I remember when Dez Bryant got drafted, right? Mm-hmm. Dez wasn't in shape, man. Dez was at the party and having a good time. Oh yeah, that, that was true. Yeah, doing all this, this and that. He, he wasn't in good Oregon shape. State. Oregon yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't in good shape, man. He he was happy, man. He was going to, he was going to America's favorite team, yeah. the Cowboys. You know, yeah. good drafted Cowboys. You know, so. You know, he wasn't in shape. He didn't come into the league taking it serious. You know, there's one person who who reminds me, and, and of course he's not an NFL player, but he's an NBA player. That's uh, uh, Durant. Mm-hmm. You know, until he came to the uh, to the Warriors, Durant never took a vacation. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. He never took a vacation that's until crazy. he won a championship. That's the first wow, time wow. when he took a vacation. He said, "Wow." Now this is his words. Now, I, I, if he did, I don't know. But his words that he printed in the media, he never took a vacation until he won his first championship. So That's think crazy. about all those years that man dedicated and trained his body and and he worked on his craft for all those years, all those off seasons, and never took a a true vacation like most people do. You know, your average person takes at least two weeks of vacation, right? Yeah, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Durant didn't do that. Kevin didn't do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He may take a couple of days here, a couple of days there. But the key thing is that you have to take care of your body. This is next to boxing. And, well, if you want to call it that, next to UFC, then boxing. Football is the most violent sport out there. Mm. You know, and we have pads. So going on to say is that, you know, when you got like individuals always ask me, would I rather get hit by a Ray Lewis? Right. If I'm running back, whether I get hit by a Ray Lewis or a um, uh, let's see, who who's a good safety? Um, mm, Chancellor or would I get hit by Chancellor? 
who would I rather get hit? I would rather get hit by Ray. Reason being, faster. reason being, Ray is only about 10, maybe, maybe 15 yards away from me, right? Mm. So that impact is not going to be fair. Chancellor coming about 20, 20 yards, full yeah. tilt, running about at least full four, Yeah, you know what I'm saying, into me. No, nah, I'd rather get hit by Ray than Chancellor. Because Chancellor go do something to you. Ray, maybe. Yeah. Chancellor go do something to you. You go feel that. Yeah. I you think we see saying? most of the uh, bad injuries in, in the secondary anyway. Yeah. In the NFL now. Yeah, you go see it. You go, you go feel that, that DB or that strong safety or free safety coming from about 20 yards away full tilt. You go, That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt than that D lineman. That's going to hurt more than that tight I mean, that uh, DN or that linebacker. That's gonna hurt more. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So if you're, especially if you're not in shape, if your body is not conditioned for that, uh, I had a a specific. Actually, he wasn't even my trainer when I was in Japan. I had one of our. Uh, he was one of our linebackers, and when we was getting scouted by the, the NFL, our team, um, he said, "You got to harden your body," and he told us a specific workout that he did. He was hard. That he hardened his body to do it. It's basically like a jailhouse workout. Basically, to 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 take the hits. To take the hits. You know, you yes. gotta you gotta harden your body to sustain those hits. And so, a lot of these guys that's doing certain workouts. Um, and and, and it's better to go as all natural as possible because see, when you get on all these supplements, and then when you don't work out to keep those supplements working. It has no effect. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So try to go natural as possible. Stay on your workouts because then if you if you natural and you didn't work out, you don't have that extra additives that's on you that's going to turn into fat or it's going to make you bloated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you get back on that field, you're more sluggish than you actually were. So if you continue to maintain your natural body weight, and, and, uh, and increase your workouts, you know, man, take some protein here and there, but not too much. But all those additives, you know, with all these supplements and stuff like that, hey, it's, it's just like Energizer Bunny. If you don't keep that body energized, guess yeah. what? It's going to go down. So I think I think we always we always knew that Des Bryant was, uh, we assumed that he was lazy. So I, I would assume that because he may have a, 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 a lack of effort in, in what he does off the field, that he, you know, maybe he sustained these injuries. He was hard to recover from. I don't know. I, I do know that what he's what he said was a wake up call for me because I just never thought about it. Like we look at people that fall off, and we look at people that might be struggling after a season or so. And man, it really could be because they're injured. And yeah. in the NFL, you got to play. You got an incentive laden contract. Mm -hmm. You got to play. You want to make money. Yeah. The key thing is 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 for this for individuals to know more about NFL. There's certain series that come on TV. There's one that you really need to watch. It's called Undrafted that comes on NFL oh, Network. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That will show you the real background of individuals that the 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 the, the rubber that hits the road kind of grind that people have to get into this league. Right now. Dez did what he had to do. He's well, he's doing what he has to do. Yeah, you know because you got 
okay, you got a 50-man, three-man roster, right? You're able to tote 12 on your practice roster. Yep. Nine times out of ten, most of those 12 are offensive players. At least three of them are receivers. At least three. Okay. That's waiting to get your spot. Oh, waiting yeah, yeah. get your spot. So guess what? You got to play. Yeah. You know? And there's, there's, you know, there's a difference between being hurt or being injured. But we'll see a lot of young players, they don't know that difference. They don't know what that difference is. How do you teach that to somebody and say, what's the difference between being hurt and being injured? One thing that was teached to me, <laughs> one thing that was told to me is that this, if you're hurt, there's just something you can shrug off and you can continue to play. If you're injured, then you can't play. So get, so if you're a person, if you're a young player that's up and yeah. coming, that's trying to get the starting spot, or if you are, you are, you are uh, 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 fresh out of college, you know, you undrafted rookie trying to get the starters, trying to get a roster on a team. Mm-hmm. Are you going to disseminate between hurt and injured? Nope. 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 You playing? Yep. You see what I'm saying? But see, that's the key thing: being able to disseminate between hurt and injured. Let me ask Here's, you. Okay, let me ask you this question because I think that we both were raised similar. Do you think that the the notion of walk it off? Which is what I used to hear as a kid. Like, you get injured, your parent tell you walk it off. Especially my dad, just walk it off, kid. Do you think that backfires when they get older? Yes, it does. Like that's scary to me sometimes. Cause I, just, I, I know for a fact. I can tell you right now. I've had a concussion, and I never played professional nothing. Mm-hmm. I've had a concussion. Um, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I knew, I knew my my bell was you were wrong. Crazy, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know who you was eh? and. <laughs> I went to the sideline and like drunk some water and he went back out there. Like, because I think that walk it off mentality, it was like, ah, it ain't no big injury. Like it ain't no broken leg or nothing. Like go back out there. I feel like that's still present in all sports now. I don't know how you get that. I don't, I mean, you tell me, I don't know how you get a kid to notice, Hey, I need to get this checked off. The, the, well, one thing is true, Mike, is this. Back then in our generation, we didn't have that technology like they got now. Nobody. Okay. So now I will say this. It's more, it's more on the parents and the coaches than the kids. Okay. Because the parents and the coaches now, they have the technology to check a kid out. They have even certain technology now. You can take your cell phone and check a kid out. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? So you can scan them right there on the sideline and check a kid out if you want to. <laughs> but see, put that last you know that? if you want to. Yeah. But even like the uh, what's what's the, what's the uh, dang, what's the series called? That's the, the little little league. Um, Mighty Tikes. What is what is it called? Oh, little, Friday Friday, Friday Night Tikes. Yeah, yeah. Those. See, they got a TV show. They trying to win it all. Yeah. You know. They they putting these children in the in the, in the in the shoes of those who are getting paid for it. They ain't even getting paid for it. Yeah, some of them ain't getting a happy meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So they are putting them. They putting that kind of pressure on these young ones at an early age, and they ain't even getting paid for it. But they choose not to do it. So in this aspect, Mike, 
I would say it's on the parents and the coaches, not on the kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because they have the, now we have the technology. Back then we had the technology. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it's shake it off, you know, whatever. If you drop dead, then hey, okay, something wrong with you. But other than that, yeah. shake it off and keep going. But now we got technology. You know what I'm saying? And plus, the further away from perfection are we are, the, the generations are getting weaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have bigger, you know, seemingly stronger and seemingly faster individuals, but truth and, and beyond, they are not, they don't have the longevity. I've heard, um, I, oh, I wish I remember who said that. It was about a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, somebody mentioned the players today, and I think it was basketball, they're bigger, stronger, faster. But because of that, they're not preparing their bodies to be that size, to move that way. Mm-hmm. So they pop stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They get those injuries. Some of your most explosive players mm-hmm. go down with hideous injuries because they don't know how to deal with a body that size, moving that fast. I mean, that's, look, I'm going to give props to LeBron. Ah, see, uh, one time. <laughs> uh, LeBron stays healthy. Exactly. That boy is – what 260 yep. 265 moving the way he does mm-hmm. he stays on the court i don't know if he's playing hurt per se but i know what he ain't never injured that much lebron until had until it's the, the playoffs and he gets a cramp exactly lebron <laughs> and carmelo had the privilege of coming into the game with that last generation with our generation That's true. That's true. they had the privilege so they got that last little bit of insight to know how to prepare themselves to prepare themselves to the next level. Mm. All of those that came after them, they don't have that. Except for quite few, quite a few. Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm but saying? But even then, he doesn't have some injuries. He didn't have some injuries. He doesn't have some serious yeah. injuries. But you know what I'm saying? These individuals, they then LeBron and Carmelo, I still remember when they got drafted. They 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 come into the game with that old school yeah. training. You see what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. that's why they can still can keep continue. I always go back to um, Terrell Owens, and I remember how he used to do all this stuff in the offseason, mm-hmm. like the hyperbolic chamber. We was like, "What? He crazy?" And I, now I wonder why more people don't do what he did. Mm-hmm. Guess we got that from. Where's that? Jerry Rice. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he get all that stuff from Jerry Rice. His conditioning he got from Jerry Rice. Okay, you know. Part of what I do in grind camp, I got from Jerry. I copied from Jerry Rice. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Jerry Rice, to this day, what? How old is Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice got to be close to sixty. But he was last year. He you you can look it up on YouTube. He was out there doing routes with. He was teaching routes to Deshaun in the offseason. Deshaun Jackson goes to Jerry Rice. Wow. To work out in the offseason. Jerry Rice, fifty five. Fifty five years old, still doing it. Wow. Jerry Rice could probably still crush most of the cats that's on as third string on team right now. Yeah. At fifty five. Because he knows what to train. Yeah. He, knows he his train. body is 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 strong. His body is 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 endured for that. You know what I'm saying? So the key thing is is that yeah, Terrell learned that from an old school G. He learned that from an old school player that, you know, can transition him into that. You look at Terry Rollins today, he's still He's still Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. Him and, and Ocho Cinco, if somebody was to get it him a yeah. chance, is somebody, please, somebody give 
Chad and 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 T.O. a chance because I guarantee you, you will have some spectacular players hey, on your team. I follow Chad at, on, on at IG. forty years old. I follow Chad on IG, man. <laughs> That joke will be running crazy speeds on yeah. trends. I just be like, man. Yeah. At 40 years old, these cats are, are still ready, man. So they just they made some bad decisions. That's it. So I get it. It's, in a way, it's not just playing with injuries. It's also knowing how to handle them, how to deal with them, and how to train and how to condition yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Because even when we used to uh, – you know, uh, used to show us football things. Used to show us things that kept our conditioning up. You would, you would always say, "I don't want you to do it fast. I just want you to do it right." Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I get it now. And you know, I, I in a way, I feel a little bad for Des Bryant because I know there's more things pushing him on that field than not. Yeah, he had. I mean, let's be honest. Say whatever you want to about Des Bryant. He had to be on that field for that team to win. Oh yeah. Whether or not he played well or not, he had to be on that mm-hmm. field. Listen, I know a lot of people don't, you know, think when you see low numbers, you think a player a, guy, a player didn't play right. The Atlanta Falcons can't win if Julio Jones ain't on the field. Nope. <laughs> they can, but it's harder. Even when he get he can get zero catches, but his presence being on the field matters. No, exactly. That's yeah. the key thing. Even if he gets zero catches, his presence distracts everybody else so the other players can play. And here's another thing that individuals have to, people need to think about. Think about this. We don't know what's inside their contract. That's inside yeah. inside a, a professional athlete's contract are certain performance parameters. You must score this. You yeah. must get this many yards. You must do this, this, this. It's, yes, people, it is that detail in certain players' contract not all but in certain players yeah you see what i'm saying a good amount when you get the football yeah a good amount especially when you get the football you know what i'm saying so you there there are certain performance clauses that in that 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 are contingent upon if you get that bonus or if you get this this extra thousand 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 dollars or two thousand dollars or whatever the case may be so really, the truth be t- being told, it's like the slave. It's like, excuse me, it's like the slave trade, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would say um, <laughs> you don't. I guess I guess I know this now because I focus on sports because I do a sports podcast. But like, I didn't even know there were snap bonuses or incentives in people contracts. Mm-hmm. Now you had to play a no- certain number of snaps. Yep. If you don't play that certain number of snaps, you don't get a hundred grand. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Or, or I ain't even gonna say that. Let's let's play low number for real. Twenty grand. Mm-mm. But who of us can give <laughs> to, mm-hmm. can help to lose twenty grand? No, I need to be on the field. Yeah. I know a lot of times I used to be that main person. Oh man, it's week seventeen. We got the playoffs sold up. Why is our starters playing? Mm-hmm. The starters might need that check. They they might. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, especially when you ain't a quarterback and you got that. Guaranteed money, man. You mm-hmm. you got to get out there and get that you extra. You got to grind. You got to do it. You can't tell me to sit down and I got sixty five more yard rushing yards to get before I can get another hundred grand. Yeah. So I get it. I do think Des Bryant gets a bad rap, and I'm kind of glad that he said that because I think that he kind of showed a part of football that people don't pay attention to. Is the fact that, that people play hurt. There was one thing I could I can, can contribute to a to a player that did that, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Todd Gurley sat out. He did. Yeah. He sat out. 
That was the best thing he could have did for his career. If he would have pushed it, he wouldn't have been playing right now, I don't think. Mm. I believe that. He did what he I had to do. I believe that. And he, that, take, that took extreme guts and faith on his prior playing ability in his film and his in his mental attitude with the coaches, you know, the Wonderlet test and all that information. If people don't know what the Wonderlet test is, that's another psychology test that you have to take at the combine to make sure people that you think are straight, you know, or you know you have the mental capacity to play the position that you're trying to play in the NFL. So, yeah, he 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 did the best. He showed that what Des Bryant was talking about as far as taking care of your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I didn't even pay attention. There are players that – there are even players that I look and I'd be like, I don't know why they came back yet. I used to say that about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I still say that because I think every time he gets a major injury, he comes back too fast. Yeah, he I, does. I mean, I just do. I always think that. But at the same time, I can't say that. I mean, he – you know, you're a competitor on top of – you trying to help your team win, and, and you know. Now, now we can say he coming back too fast because he got one of the fattest crowd tracks in the, in the NBA. So oh, <laughs> he, he he he. If fast. if he come back to you, yeah, we can say that now because we know what his contract say. Before then, we couldn't say it, but now we can. I'm with that, yeah. <laughs> so I, I man, I don't know. I don't put like this. This article helped me say I need to view players different and how they play. And it also made me think about, you know, kids. Um, I asked you the question I kind of hinted at earlier. Do you think the NFL can survive with the information that we're learning about injuries? Can it survive as the number one sport in America? Uh, Here's what I'm going to say. With the XFL coming back out, right? Oh, yeah, XFL is coming back. People want to see what? Gore, guts, yeah, collisions. big play actions, right? Yep. XFL, if if it well put it this way, if they come back with the same, if they come back with the same rules that they had before, XFL didn't do steroids testing. They wow. didn't do any kind of drug testing whatsoever. That's why a lot of wrestlers. I do remember played, they did no drug testing. Yeah, play play the sport. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna have big hits. You're going to have players who want a second shot to earn big money and fame, more fame than money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people live for these days. So you're going to have what's going to sell the tickets. With the NFL coming down more on the, the, the structure of play, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And on top of that, if players continue to monitor their health the way they should the nfl as we know it is short-lived it's got to change the xfl will take take the head unfortunate because that's the world we live in yeah people want to see blood and gore that's why the, that's why the ufc is is so popular because people want to see blood and gore yeah. and people don't even make well some, i can't say what they make now but I know when they first started, Joe wasn't even making a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? They, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're making that now. But you get their teeth knocked out. You know what I'm saying? How much you pay a dentist to knock <laughs> to pull your teeth? <laughs> he just knocking it out for free for you, man. You know what I'm saying? 
But that's what the people want to see. They want to yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Even the NFL with the focus on health and, and non-concussions, man, all the highlights is big hits. Yeah. Big, big hits. hits, crushing hits from yeah. both sides, defense and offense. They and you going to get that in the XFL. Yeah. That's all you going to see. Because that's what, you know, Jim McMahon know what drives tickets. Yeah. Sales. He know it drives ratings. Vince. He, yeah. Yeah, Vince, I'm sorry. Vince McMahon. He know what drives that information. You know, those those powers. It's all about that greenback, man. Whatever's gonna bring that greenback, that's the way they're going. Hey. Um, I, I've been on board and saying I do think the NFL can survive. However, it cannot survive the way that it is. I think too many parents are hip to what they've you know, they, they just have too much information. Mm-hmm. They're pulling their kids out of out of um uh, I even heard that in Georgia. There, there's not as many teams because their parents are pulling their kids away from Pee Wee football. Mm-hmm. They don't want their kids in that. They're pulling their kids away from high school football. Yeah, flag football is the thing now. Yeah, that's, that's the yeah. huge thing now. Flag football. You know, your 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 either your contact foot flag or your or your traditional no contact flag, but flag is the thing now. Um, John John Elway was the one who instituted that um, right after he retired and when his ring, he said his son would not play f- tackle until he gets into high school. He may be in high school now, yeah. several years ago. But he's, yeah, he said he would not play tackle football until he gets into high school. And a few uh, players have come out and said, mm-hmm. I'm not letting my kid play. Yeah. I think Kurt Warner said it. Somebody else said it. It's like, man, with, with that many people saying that, it's just – People forget football wasn't always number one sport. Yeah. It's baseball. Yeah. Football dethroned baseball. Sometimes I wonder if the right NBA players and stuff come around. Maybe NBA will take over. But I just know the NFL, I know I know the NFL is gonna lose some good athletes because parents not gonna be with it. Plus, look at look at now the the rate of retirees. Oh yeah. Look how yeah. soon look how soon people are retiring. It's individuals that was on NFL Network. I didn't even know they retired already. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I ain't know Maurice Jones Drew retired already. Oh yeah, he's super retired. You know what I'm saying? Ago. I ain't know that. You know, a lot of individuals that retired already. The jokers are getting in two, three, four years to getting that good contract and they out. I don't blame them. You know what I'm saying? Hey, get your money and run. But the key thing is that there's no more people that's trying to do twelve and twenty and you know all these years because it's a different game. They're making the the equipment lighter. The equipment has less protection, you yep. know, because you see the cats. They want to wear. They want to show off their biceps and their the triceps and all that. So they're not covering themselves with those pads. Michael Bennett. When they get hit, guess what? It's yeah. skin. It's skin helmet or whatever the case may be. Michael Bennett says, "I can't move in them pads." If you ever look at Michael Bennett, look at his shoulders. He don't. Those pads aren't there. He don't. Yeah. So you got some of the best athletes in the world, some of the fastest and most powerful coming at you, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't got no protection. That's worse than a car crash, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, so man, we gotta get off this subject. This this (laughs) this is crazy, man. This is um I just I just hope people kind of pay attention to the injuries a little more. Um Dez Bryant shined a little light. I want y'all to notice that when Dez Bryant made this quote. Des Bryant can make quotes about everything, and there's a million different articles on it. Des Bryant made this quote, and there was only like three or four articles on it. Shame. 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell you mm. that's on purpose. Shame. A lot of people, <laughs> I guarantee you, the NFL was like, "Don't print that." Mm-hmm. I'm just letting y'all know that slave trade. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our man law violation segment. You know, that's where we hold men accountable. You know what I mean? Uh, crazy story that happened. Uh, so if y'all don't know, Buffalo Bills route receiver Zay Jones. Um, Zay, 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 if, you, if you Google him. Long story short, he had an incident where he was butt naked at his brother's uh, condo or whatever or penthouse, and he was talking gibberish. He was clearly not in his right mind, and his brother, who plays for the Vikings, had to subdue him. Now, that already sounds crazy, Mike. (laughs) Butt naked in the penthouse, brother has to do you. And and this video... Uh, it's, he was really butt naked. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, he did all kind of stuff. It's a whole whole bunch of stuff he did. He kicked in a window with his bare feet. It was blood everywhere. Like right now, he's okay. Let me tell people he's okay. But it begged me the question because his brother had to subdue him while he was naked. <laughs> Is it against man law to fight? A nude man. I'm just saying, if a man is nude and you got to scrap with him, do you like? <laughs> is it against man law? Do you like be like, hey, you got to put some clothes on? Like, oh no, I'll start. Um, I think it is against man law to fight a nude man. If a nude man breaks into my house. My own, the only thing I can do is try to hit him with something. I'm not <laughs> grappling with you. <laughs> I, some lay on your leg. No, no, no. I, I can't. I can't get down with that. A nude man. I. I just. I can't fight. I, I mean, what do you do? Just box with him? I, I'm not a boxer. <laughs> like. Like, hey, can, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, can I throw some hands? Yes. But I'm good to uh, monkey flip you or something. <laughs> I, I can't monkey flip you if you're naked. Hey. And anybody that's a fighter that has been in, well, let me say this. I ain't going to say a fighter. Anybody that's been in a fight for real, you know fighting is is, is, is ugly. I, I've been put in a headlock with somebody that didn't have a shirt on and you felt they sweat on the side of your face. I lost it. I was like, I was like, Oh no. Cause when I slipped out of it, I was like, you just heard his sweat. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I can, I, I can't fight a new man. I just can't. Nah, man. I can't do it. Uh, that'll be against man law for, for me. I don't know what I do. Like I said, I probably try to hit him with some, I, I, I could try to box with you, but if you get in too close, I, I just can't do it. Nah. My thing is this. If you ain't doing time, you crossing the line. <laughs> if you ain't doing time and you got to fight off a joker from trying to, you know, rush you or whatever, you in jail taking the showers and you got to fight, hey, that's something different. But if you ain't doing yeah, that, yeah. nah, you crossing the line, homie, man. So, nah, you nah, you got to you gotta hit that joker with the, with the one, two, three, four, uh, get, a, get a two by four, some, but no, you are not getting body to body contact with me if we are not inside behind bars 
you know, in that aspect. Nah, it's not happening, brother. Yeah. Now, let, let, let me put this out here. Zay Jones' brother, I respect the man because he didn't want to hurt his brother. He know his brother was in, wasn't in in his right mind. Right, right. So he actually got control of him and held him until right, right. police came. Right, right. I can't do it. I think I'll warn my brother and be like, I got to knock you out because I don't need nothing touching me. <laughs> I, I got a brother, bro. And my brother would tell me to knock him out <laughs> without him touching me. So I'll be in full justification of taking a Hennessy bottle or whatever, or whatever in my hand and laying this fool out, whether brother or not. You know what I'm saying? My brother would tell me because he would do the same thing to me. I would tell him to do the same thing to me. Yeah. If I was in my right mind, if I wasn't in my right mind, man, do whatever to get me subdued. He would do the same thing. So in this aspect, Zay Jones, wild, all, no, here's what we call it in Florida, overwilding. Overwilding? He, he was overwilding. <laughs> overwilding. You know, he overwild on that. He, he flipped that dunk on no, on the <laughs> upside down, man, trying to overwild, bro. He did that. Yeah, this was Zay out. Jones did. Cost his family, what was it, 20 grand? Was it 20 grand? Oh, did it? It was 20 grand to repair that, right? To clean up all that mess. And oh, yeah, to clean up and the window. Yeah. That was 20 I think grand. he broke something, too, like the door or something yeah, like that. He, yeah, he, no, 20 grand for stupidness. Now, that's a whole other story. Now, either <laughs> he got mental issues or he was high as a kite. I don't know what it is, but I know if I was, if I put like this, if I was in Caleb Jones situation, I would have been like, Hey, you take another step close to me and I'm punching you in the face. In the period. face. Period. Drop <laughs> dead. Do not, I cannot grapple with you. Fire extinguisher. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not. Hey, I'm, door stop. <laughs> imagine grabbing somebody and all of a sudden something pop up. And hit you. Uh, uh, nah, no, no. No, you getting laid out. Homie. It's against man law. No, no, you getting laid out. And no. and the key thing with me, if 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 I was Caleb, right, I want to see. I I wouldn't want to see my brother in the immediate like that. Yeah. So that, yeah. I would drag that Joker, however possible. I'd have put them what's happening on him. I'd have put the fire extinguisher on him. I'd have put whatever he whatever what, what you know in a video. Y'all people write a video. He was like, oh, stop, man. Stop. This, this, he was, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No. No, I'm out here too. No, my name, you know, and that's one thing about me. My name involved, no, we getting out of this ASAP. It ain't no plead and calm. No, we we getting out of this as soon as possible. Now that I think about it. You know what I'm saying? Had Caleb full out fought his brother. I think the story, they could have spent the story better. Yeah. It could have just been like two brothers fight. Exactly. You could just say two brothers fight. He two came over. Fight. We were arguing. Yeah. He would cheat. He would cheat with my girl, and that's why he was naked. And we got to fight. You yeah. could have spent it better. Yeah. But him trying to protect this brother, it got worse. Yeah, it got way worse, bro. Now your whole your 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 uh your teammates thinking about things about okay, well you suspect or you suspect or you suspect. <laughs> Look at that, nah, man. Oh, stop, bro. What you doing? No. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. look, so look uh, Lay that joke out, man. From the Four Home Field Advantage podcast, if you're gonna fight, put some clothes on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fully clothed. Yeah. I need. I need Vaseline, tennis shoes, jacket pants. 
T-shirt. Jogging pants, not tights. Please don't put on tights and fight me. <laughs> no, that's still the same thing. Yeah. I, hate <laughs> I done nearly fought somebody on the football field and they had on tights. I was like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Hey, man. Hey, man. All right, man. This is the end of the podcast, man. Um, what's it? Now, you know what? Before I end this podcast, can I just say one thing? Go ahead, bro. Uh, I've always been a person that said OJ didn't do it. <laughs> um, my blackness would not allow me to say that he did it. However, I need him to shut all OJ, the way up. It, OJ hurting himself, bro. Shut up, oh. <laughs> Juice. <laughs> Orenthal. Juice, Juice got a hole, man. <laughs> Stop. You got a hole in this carton, bro. Man, stop talking. <laughs> oh, man. Just... Look, Juice, listen to me. This is what you do. You get yourself a passport. Wait, whatever time you got to do, you get yourself a passport. You get out of this country. This country don't like you. I don't know if you know that by now. This country don't like you. And you don't like to shut up. He don't know that. That's why he coming back for more. He got to shut up. <laughs> Oh, they just putting the mic in his face every five seconds just to get a sound bite. He gonna spill it. If I would have did it. Man, that's what happens when you don't have enough black friends around you. Now, a black friend would have told you to shut up a long time ago. But no, you want, man. Listen, OJ, shut up. Okay. Shut up right now. I just, stop. Okay. Right now. I just wanted to. Before I end this podcast, I just need to put that out there just in case OJ slips up and comes across this podcast. OJ, I need you to shut up. Right now. Just stop. Just stop. No social media. No nothing. Sign your little footballs. Get your little cash up and go away. Right now. Ray Lewis helped kill someone and people don't even know it. Right now. (laughs) I won't say that. I won't say that. I won't say Ray killed somebody <laughs> i just know that there's a white fur coat in atlanta somewhere where ray lewis was involved with a situation and that white coat has never been found that's a fact you can google it all right <laughs> so that's the end of our podcast um russ i appreciate you coming on man Australian you know, privilege man money money well earned you got you got to come <laughs> back on the podcast hey whenever whenever uh, whenever 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 uh, plug your if you want to plug your business, social media, anything like that. You know, you can do hey that. Hey man, I don't do social media, y'all. You know, I you, you, I'm on I'm on uh Facebook. You know, Russell Warren or Isaac Russell Warren. Uh, I don't do no followings. You ain't gotta follow me if you don't want to. I'm a pretty boring guy, man. You know what I'm saying? I just come out here and uh, help out my brothers when I when when called and when needed. And when, you know, if my checkbook allows me to. You know, in that nature. But other than that, man, y'all be safe, be easy. Continue to, to plug in the mic because he has some interesting topics, some uh, wonderful individuals that he always has as guest hosts, man, and, and guest speakers on here. So y'all continue to show this man some love. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. That was decent. That was decent. You got to have decent people around you. Um, of course, you know where you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Facebook for Home Fit Advantage Sports Talk for Home Fit Advantage Sports Trash Talk. Um, 
Like I told y'all before, I'm not doing Snapchat. Nope, not going to do it. Rihanna has spoken out against Snapchat. Snapchat is dying. <laughs> um, in the meantime, man, I'm going to try to keep up with this every two weeks, man. You know, life happens. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, I try to hit y'all up with another podcast in another two weeks. And in between that time, OJ's probably going to say something, and I just need y'all to all tweet him and tell him to shut up. Shut up, OJ. Don't say nothing else. Just put – don't no hashtag either because I don't want him to think it's trendy. Just tell him to shut up, all right? Yay. So so he can try to get through his life, man. All right, man. For Home Fit Advantage Podcast, man, we out. We out.